Hello. Hello. How's it sound? That sounds okay. Alrighty then. How do I sound? Wait, see we get. Mm, you're sounding better. Mm. <laughs> well, I felt better. Yeah. Yeah. You're not feeling good. No, I'm fine. Okay. Don't play games. Okay. <laughs> Don't be hating. Tell me if you're not feeling fine. <laughs> Um, oh gosh, somebody taught me that once. What was it? Um, hate the, hate the game, not the player. Hate the player, <laughs> not the game. What? Hate, hate the game, not the player. That's yeah, what it was. No, don't, it's the, don't the ever, play, yeah. Don't ever say that again. Um, yeah, there was this woman at my work who taught me that, and she was really surprised that I had never heard the term playa before. <laughs> It, she really she seriously sat me down and went through everything with me. <laughs> <laughs> Did she make charts or spreadsheets or anything like that? No, because, you know, um, she knew from experience, so <laughs> she, she didn't need to make any charts. <laughs> nice. I, I have to tell one of her stories at one point. Okay. I want, I, I want to go over what you just sent me, though. The, the link. Hmm? I want to go over what you just sent me. Um, oh, the link, yeah. Yeah, the link. <laughs> the the theme for tonight is, of course, um, bad things that we've done uh, that we're going to hell for. And uh, you sent me a link to uh, this place that sells silices. I think that's how you say that. I'm not sure how you say it. Silices. They're they're penance devices, if uh, if anybody's listening that does not know what they are. And uh, it looks like a spiky strip of chain mail that you basically strap to your leg uh, to cause pain. Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever seen, um, oh, what was it called? That Tom Hanks movie. Uh, oh, no. Splash. Yeah. Yeah, Daryl Hannah wears one. <laughs> Uh, on her fins, I think. You're good at that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code, that's it. The guy wears one, and it's disgusting. Yeah. One of the metal garter things. Right. And um, I actually saw this link a while ago because of the R.E.M. song, Hair Shirt. Mm-hmm. Which they and sell on like, the well, site, too. They sell hair shirts, which is how I found the website. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to see what a hair shirt actually was. And um, it's not. That's, it's not very fancy. No. Well, it's a little drab. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. Yeah, it's but, just kind of um, square. It seems like it would be ill-fitting. It kind of reminds me of what they wore in the Matrix. <laughs> in the <laughs> right. Yeah. They all wore the same shirt. Yeah, in the real <laughs> world, they they all had holes in them and stuff. Yeah, like somebody knitted this sweater for them, but, you know, <laughs> they've been wearing it for a while. <laughs> but everybody wore the exact same style, man, woman, didn't matter. Right. <laughs> like a burlap sack. So, now, I'm I'm going to warn you, you are a little, you're making a, some, some pauses and things like that, but I think we need to just soldier through. I think so, too. So, if there's... 
Yeah, I think if there's times that it sounds like I'm not responding or whatever, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, we'll get through it together. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a good episode, and I don't want to have to re-record. Yeah, I just, yeah. If there's a way for you to save while we're doing this, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. So. Uh, Well, Um, back to the Silas, or the the Silice. Oh, yeah. Uh, You said that you wanted one just to have one. Just so I can say that I have one. Right. And I want one, too, mm-hmm. um, because I think it looks neat. And I have this pretty- I have this thing for discipline. And the, the, here's, the, here's the problem. This, this place that sells these things, um, it's like a religious organization. Yeah, they're nuns that make it, actually. Yeah, each one of these things is made by nuns. Mm-hmm. Nuns that want to punish people. I This is, like, the website that I do not want to have my contact information. <laughs> oh, I get where you're going now. <laughs> I thought maybe you were afraid of offending them by buying it for other purposes oh, or something Oh, no, like that, that I don't care about. What I'm afraid okay. of is, like, getting their catalogs in the mail, you know, of all these crucifixes, you know, for your front yard that you can get up on and nail yourself <laughs> to, or, you know, all these other punishment devices. Cause, That's awesome. Have you looked through the rest of the site? They uh, they sell, like, whips and floggers. Yeah, I saw that. I will bet you that at least 75% of their business is not their intended business. <laughs> I'm saying, because I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, you know, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that looks uh, sturdy. <laughs> well, I noticed that the website is um, uh, UK-based, so maybe we could call upon uh, Jamie to uh, <laughs> yeah to to drop by there. and um, <laughs> Swing by and visit. Is he on? I didn't see him in my contacts list. No, he's, no, he's not he's logged on in. Tonight. Okay. We'll have to catch him no. next time then. Yeah, he said that this might be a little bit short notice um, because he does need to submit a request in triplicate um, to his wife. So. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what he gets for being married. Well, it is like, to be fair, it's midnight right now over there. 1230. So twelve forty five, yeah. Well, we can yeah. we can like record a special one this weekend or something. Something, yeah. We'll work something out. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it we'll out. We'll get up at six in the morning and catch him during lunch. I would so um, pay money for that because you'll never be up at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I was up at six this morning. Hmm? I was up at 6 this morning. Hello? I was up at 6 this morning. Oh, okay. You were? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm? I stand corrected. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. Fine. I was not happy about it, but I was. You were. <laughs> um, should we get started? I think we already did. Okay. But yeah, we can dive right into this. Let me uh let me open up my Gmail and mm-hmm. see what we uh we said we were gonna discuss. I, I don't think I got Go ahead. 
I don't think I got too much from you. Just a couple of things. <laughs> yeah, but the stuff you sent was hilarious because... <laughs> <laughs> you send me this list, you know, like Jim in the window incident, Jim in the door-to-door Billy Mays lady, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I left Jim for dead once, which I about fell out of my chair when I when I read. That one might be actually too embarrassing for me to talk okay. about. Okay. <laughs> No, I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading through the stuff, and then there's... Oh, yeah, I almost let my husband die. <laughs> I didn't say I almost let him die. I said I left him for dead. There's a big difference there. <laughs> and I think when you hear the story, you'll understand. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I don't know if you know this about me or not, because I don't know if it came up when... Um, well, it probably did, because... Uh, when we'd watch Mystery Science Theater, we'd usually be in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of bugs. Oh, yes, I know this. I'm terrified of bugs. I probably have recruited you for bug-killing duty in the past. Yes. Um, hate them. Uh, it doesn't matter how big they are, how small they are. It doesn't matter what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate, hate, hate them. So <laughs> there's this one time on the weekend where um, Jim had... Um, already gotten up and I was still in bed and um, there was something on the floor right <laughs> right and I didn't want to get out of bed until I knew what it was <laughs> so I said "What? what's that on the floor and <laughs> Jim goes over to it and he goes huh what what is that <laughs> what what is this? And he picks it up and grabs it and makes like it's attacking him. (laughs) (laughs) And I pulled the covers up over my head. (laughs) I fought it for that split second and my way of dealing with it was (laughs) good luck. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> he never. He, he brought that up for a while after that. He never let me forget it. He's like, you. So you just would have left me for with whatever that was. <laughs> left me to fend for myself. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> I have that much more respect for him after hearing that story. <laughs> it was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the, the way he set it up was wonderful. He was like, "What is that thing?" <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like no, it couldn't be. Oh, I was expecting to hear a story about how like your car broke down in the middle of the night on a deserted highway and something happened and you like ran <laughs> off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> like hardcore leaving for dead stuff, you know. No, this is as close as I get to it. <laughs> that is hilarious. We should I want you to tell that story every episode. That is <laughs> By the twentieth time I'm like, okay. Where's one morning? Jim was before me. <laughs> I won't even I won't even record it to put it into episodes. I'll make you retell it. You just make me tell it every day. <laughs> it's like it's like tell the story again. 
about the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I knew you'd ask. Oh, it was good. I needed a story like that. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> okay, I think you owe me one then. Yeah, I do. Um, one of your uh, <laughs> your last one on the list was I stole something once. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, for some reason I just found that funny. Like, you, you've only stolen one thing in your life. I'm like, well, I can tell you exactly what I've stolen right. throughout my entire life. So, um, the first thing I ever stole... Um, oh, dear. I, this was... I was probably maybe five years old, four or five. And I mm-hmm. stole six Hershey Kisses, because that's all that would fit in my pockets. Um, <laughs> from the dr- the local drugstore, the corner drugstore, and uh, I got in the car. I'm sitting in the back seat of, of my mom's car as we're leaving, and I start opening these things. And she's oh, like, no. "Where did you get those from?" I said, "The store." She says, "How did you pay for those?" I said, "I didn't. I just took them." <laughs> And I figured since we were driving away from the store, you know, there's nothing she could do about it. But she turned around, she walked me back into the store, and I had to give back five of the Hershey Kisses and pay for the one that was in my mouth. <laughs> and for the longest time, I'd never stole anything ever again until I was like a uh-huh. teenager. And... um at that time, I started stealing, because uh, I, I, I'm sure you remember I had uh, like this thing about the biohazard symbol. I just thought it was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so uh, I had friends that worked in hospitals and medical clinics, mm-hmm. so I would go in there like after hours and whatever while they were working, and I would take, you know, like sharps containers and... You know, anything with the the biohazard symbol on it and just miscellaneous uh, medical um, supplies. Not like equipment, not like expensive stuff, just syringes because they were good for, you know, shooting water uh, at people Mm -hmm. or heroin or whatever. And. (laughs) Snack. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm 14 years old, I'm riding the white horse. (laughs) <laughs> um, but you know, it's I'm, like I'm walking out sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I would take stuff that you know nobody would know was missing. I considered it a victimless crime because it's a hospital; they're not going to know. You know, a bunch of little plastic stuff is going missing. So I had quite the collection of medical supplies. And then uh, I also, around that time, I started stealing the flashing beacons from uh, barricades, traffic barricades. And I think... Oh, my... The the first one was just because I wanted one. And Uh then after that, it was kind of like, well, they kind of expect these to get stolen. (laughs) (laughs) So I would seize every, every opportunity to do that. Was it a collection at that point, or was it more just to no, fulfill I, their expectations? I think it was. <laughs> I think it was to fulfill their expectations, and uh, I actually only kept one. I gave away all the ones that I stole uh, to friends. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. And I so think... So really, at that point, you were just spreading the wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and really, that's it. I That's about all I've I've stolen. As you were telling that story, it made me realize that I've actually stolen two things in my life. I knew it. I see... <laughs> Although the one thing was so embarrassing that I considered for a moment that I wouldn't even tell that one and just tell the other one instead <laughs> now that I had a second one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I was about four or five years old, um, my neighbor that lived across the street, again, this is the family with like the four or five sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they had the coolest stuff, and they had, like, a basement just full of toys. Which they would not like notice had... missing. Which, I well, here's the thing. They had so much cool stuff. They had, like, a bumper pool table. They had all this <gasps> kind of stuff. And when you're little, when you're a kid, you just think, well, you know, if somebody has so much stuff, and there's one of the things that I want. You have to right the, the wrongs. Lo- yeah. It's a kid logic thing, you know. Right. So they, there, and it was the cheapest thing ever in the entire world. You could probably get this like for free in like a box of cereal, or you would get it like it's a giveaway prize at a carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bird whistle, the kind that shaped oh like a bird. Oh my god, I remember those. And you put water in them. You, you put water in them. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yeah. I coveted this thing so badly. I just I couldn't think of anything else. Oh, that is so awesome! I seriously, I seriously would think about it like all the time. So, so I hatched this plan that um, he went back to their house dressed in black. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and the thing was too, they had about like ten of them. And um, my friend was like, no, you can't have one. I'm like, how come? Because they're mine. You know, mm-hmm. kid logic right. again, right? Yeah. So um, one of the times I went over there, I was wearing like an overall and I just stuck it like into <laughs> overalls. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's settled. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what I'm talking about when I talk about this bird whistle, right? So you know, it's like a point, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then the interrogation started. What's in your pants? What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I should have told this one on the embarrassing show. (laughs) So, okay, that was the first thing that I stole. The second thing that I stole is actually um, from uh, SAC headquarters. Oh, my face hurts. uh, Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I might have to report you for this one. I know, right? Um, well, my dad worked there for several years. Yeah. And uh, he took me to work once, and um, there was a sign hanging off of the wall. What did it say? I, it said either, like, keep out or secure area or something like that. And uh, it was hanging by one um, 
it was hanging by one um, screw. So I just unscrewed that screw and stuck it in my coat. <laughs> oh, it was asking for it. I know. Here I am in like a secure facility <laughs> surrounded by military. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know I didn't get caught for that. And actually my dad saw it later in my room and he goes, Did you get that for my work? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Well done. <laughs> That's cool. I know, it's very cool. You know that does See, I could that does remind me of something else I stole. What's that? And that would be office supplies. Oh, well, that does that count? Well, technically, I think it does. Because okay. when I was doing it, I was at work. I need to change my order. <laughs> what? I need to change my order. Your order? <laughs> For office supplies? I need to add on to that, please. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm saying I need to add to my, <laughs> to my list. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I would go but, into... Yeah, no, do you ever hear the song? What? No, go ahead. Uh, I would go into my stepdad's office after hours with him, because he, he basically does did what I do now. So you spend a lot of time around computers when everybody's gone home so you can work on them. And uh, I would go oh. in there for like six hours at a time. I would be alone in this office. So it it started with me getting pins and stuff from the supply cabinet mm -hmm. and taking them home because I've got like this office supply fetish. Like it's nobody's business. And then I discovered that right. the good stuff people bring in from home mm -hmm. so i start going through desk drawers you know getting the good mechanical pencils the good pens you know the little rubber thumb tips those suckers were awesome so i would nice. just yeah i would score like a handful of good yes <laughs> uh good writing equipment every time i went in there so oh, that's, that's nice yeah see it wasn't just taken from the company it was taken what people brought in there Oh my goodness. Yeah. But this was when you were a kid? Yeah. See, I was thinking of like taking stuff from work, like now. Oh, now <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. Okay, there you go. I, that's why I was saying, does it count? No. Um, Do you ever hear the uh, King Missile song, Take Stuff from Work? Did I ever <laughs> yes. make you play that one? Uh, I think I so. I love that. It's the best way to feel better about your job. Mm -hmm. Never buy pens or pencils or papers. Yep. <laughs> I wrote this song while I was at work. They pay me to write about stuff I steal from them. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, okay, so you know everything you've stolen in your life, and I remembered the most embarrassing incident in my entire life, so <laughs> what's next? Okay, uh, let's go back to the bird whistle for a minute. What, was it actually no. showing <laughs> through the overalls? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have another one, or should I tell one of mine? Um. Well, let's let's. This will be a community one because we both had this on our list. Um, and oh. that is people falling down is hilarious. And oh, yes. we have both laughed when we've seen this. 
Yeah. Um, and you can't help it, even if it's somebody that, you know, I mean, not that I'm saying that if it's somebody I don't like, I'm going to be glad to see them fall down. Mm-hmm. But if I see somebody fall down, I laugh no matter what. <laughs> I know. It's like a <laughs> reflex. I just, I just did it picturing a fictitious person falling down in my head while you were talking. Me too. <laughs> you just kind of mm-hmm. do that, oh, and then laugh, and then, that's oh, awesome. let me help you up. Ex- that's it. That's exactly it. And and that's happened to me, too. Like, when I've fallen, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing will happen to me, or the person who's with me is laughing and helping <laughs> me up at the same time. Yeah, and all you want to do is just punch him. <laughs> exactly, right in the junk. Right. But, um... But no, it's there's something about it that just it forces you mm-hmm. to laugh. Yeah, yeah, and you, you I can't, don't know why. You can't not laugh yeah. when someone when something happens that's, like that. Yeah, it's kind of like the um, that's kind of a combination of you know we're going to hell in the Schadenfreude. Mm, yeah, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude. Yeah, Schadenfreude. So, yes. Um, oh, and then uh, that actually reminded me that old people are especially hilarious when they fall down because they're like, uh, if you've ever seen a turtle on its back, you know, it. it <laughs> I was going to go there, and then it wasn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can't get up without manual intervention from a third party. <laughs> Oh, and here's, I will, I won't even try to hide, like when a kid falls down, I won't even try to hide laughing at that, you know, but, um, there was a, a family that was playing out in the yard of my apartment complex, uh, in the summer, this was a few years ago, and they had this little girl, she was maybe two or three, and she's running back and forth okay. between mom and dad out in the uh, in the grass. And on one of the trips, she's running pretty hard and just trips over her own feet. And <laughs> face plants. I mean, just <laughs> hits the ground hard, slides a little bit. <laughs> and okay, that's that's like funny enough, right? But then she hop oh. she hops up without missing a beat, throws her arms up in the air and goes, "I'm okay." <laughs> I about fucking died. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that that hurts me just to hear it. Oh, poor baby. That was great. Oh man, that reminds me of something that happened in my okay at the at the social at the social settlement actually the place that we discussed last week with the ah. um poorly supervised uh, uh, haunted house. <laughs> I was playing softball. <laughs> and, um, you know, we would we would run the bases. Um, you know, it was pretty competitive, so we'd run the bases pretty hard, and we'd, like, slide and junk like that. Mm, dang. <laughs> so, um, one time I'm, I'm sliding uh, into the base, and I just hear this roaring. <laughs> And uh, my pants had completely separated, like the fly, <laughs> like the zipper, you know. Oh my god! 
it had like not even like um it hadn't ripped like the fabric hadn't ripped it was like the the metal you know uh, clasp that it just, had just split open you oh, know yeah <laughs> and i've got like the you know and i'm you know well, like is i don't know sixth grade seventh grade or something like that and i've got the you know yellow um flower <laughs> underwear <laughs> <and all> <laughs> <laughs> so I just am like, you know what? I quit. <laughs> I didn't even tell anybody what happened. I'm like, I, I'm done. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> and I just walked away and like went and hid somewhere the rest of the day. And finally, one of the counselors comes over. She's like, Did you rip your pants? I'm like, No, go away. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I, I need an adult. <laughs> Bridget's not here. <laughs> Yeah, I had an incident like that in uh, in junior high, I think. You know those goofy desks that you had to sit in, where they were oh, yeah. they're like L shaped, and then there's the one bar that comes yeah. up the side that supports the desk part and it hooks to the chair. Well, the yeah. uh, the brackets on the underside of those because they're adjustable. If you had like a wrench or something, you could adjust the uh, the desk part of it. Well, the brackets mm-hmm. they're like these. Um, C-shaped brackets, but the sharp part, the open part, points down towards your lap. And I got out of the desk one time, and it caught my pants at the middle of my right thigh. And as I got up, it just tore a perfect triangle. (laughs) It was about four inches long. It just tore this perfect triangle right in the front of my jeans. And of course, oh, this happens like right in class <laughs> as everybody's leaving, you know. So I'm, I've got to walk down to my next class with this giant hole in my pants, basically. Oh dear. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you, you know, I, for a split second, I'm like, well, maybe they'll think it's cool, because this was, you know, in the '90s when when everybody was grungy and oh. they had like holy pants and stuff. No, nobody had mm-hmm. triangle tears. They all had like holes in their knees, you know, and you know it 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 just was not was not working. So what you're saying is, if it weren't in perfect geometric shape, then you would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I sp- more I, of a couple of slashes. Yeah, and- for a split second, I'm like maybe they will think it's intentional. Maybe they'll think it's cool. Right. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm right. going to have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> not cool. Well, not only did I do that, but, like, I am pale, pale white, so you get this white flesh showing through the pants, too. I'm sure it was oh, yeah. shining out like a beacon of shame. <laughs> Was it calling like a siren song? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Do we have more? Um, I'm sure we do. I'm looking. I closed my window. Um, we've got more. We probably got enough. Do you want to talk about? Do we want to talk yeah. about what? Oh, the the comment that Jamie left on the site because oh. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, we need to, and we need to get clarification. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious 
Um, I wanted to make sure it was true before I gave him the props that he was deserved. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Maybe we'll just make him tell the story while we have him on the podcast. You know what? That's probably a good idea because uh, I probably won't be able to do it justice. Alright. I want to have more information about the dance-related injury. (laughs) I know it. That's my goal. He said it involved an accordion or something. Oh, that was you. He or said the polka. Yeah, polka. The polka, yeah. Somebody... I think he just did that to uh, egg me on there. I think so too. <laughs> what okay. else? We had well, something oh, else. Oh. Uh... Well, I I've got some more. Let me. Um, okay. I should tell um, the one that Jim has agreed that he's comfortable with me sharing with us. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the gym and the window incident. Mm. Uh, this is from his childhood. Okay. Um, um, Jim, when uh, one time he was... Uh, see, I think, if I remember right, he was home and he was watching his little sister. And his little sister's a lot younger than him. She's 10 years younger than him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's like probably like maybe 12 or oh, wow. 13 yeah. or something like that. And... Um, and uh, he's he's at home, um, you know, watching her while while his folks are out. And um, <clears throat> I, if I remember the story correctly, she was kind of messing around with one of her toys, like swinging it around, you know, kind of, um, you know, like one of those kids' toys that you would drag around or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like swinging it around and accidentally let go, and it hit the window. Mm. Uh, and it was like a, it's it's one of those picture windows, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so you know how um, there's the panes on there. Well, one of the <laughs> of the panes of glass broke. Um, so you know he's like, oh God, you know what am I gonna tell them when they get back? So <laughs> they get back, like, oh my gosh, what happened? He goes, somebody broke into the house. Oh my God. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, somebody just broke into the house. And they're like, you know, scared and nervous and stuff and trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, I might be telling this wrong, but I think I'm getting the key point correct, which is basically that at this point they say, well, wait a minute. Somebody broke into the house. Why is the glass broken and the pane on the inside? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because it didn't go all the way through. It just broke the glass on the inside. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what to tell you. They came into the house, they broke the window, and they left. <laughs> like, he, just, he just totally sold it. He just, oh, my God. It was like complete and utter commitment. And, and I heard this story, and I was like, that is just, that's magic. <laughs> that was really well done. That is awesome. Because <laughs> he totally stuck to it. And finally, they were like, we know you're not telling the truth. And he's like, whatever. I'm Broken. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me a sketch artist because I want this while it's still fresh in my memory. Exactly. <laughs> like that's like one of the best stories I've ever heard. That is great. <laughs> well, there was that, and then the one that I thought might be interesting to tell was the door to door Billy Mays lady. Yes. This may or may not kind of be relevant to what we're talking about tonight, but I <laughs> felt kind of bad for her by the time she left. <laughs> what happened was, 
Okay, so we just moved into the neighborhood. It's a brand new neighborhood. We bought new construction. Mm -hmm. um, so we were getting a lot of door-to-door -door salesmen at the time. Oh. Uh, you know, alarm systems, right. uh, all that kind of stuff all the time. So um, we get, uh, you know, the doorbell rings. I go to answer the door. And, okay, I'm going to try and do this justice. There's this woman there. And she's got, like, you know, like a kit, like, stuff with her. And she sees me, and she goes, Hello, queen. How you doing today? Ah. How's everything going? You enjoying a new townhome and your new townhome living? Sure you are. <laughs> I'm like, Hi. <laughs> and then Jim hears what's going on, and I think he comes down the stairs. She goes, Hello, king. Oh, Hello, queen. <laughs> Right, uh -oh. and she's like, "I have got the best product for you." And she's showing us this cleaning product, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like talking about how it's been on TV, and I think it was supposed to be kind of like the oxygen stuff that they have on TV, yeah, uh, oxy whatever. Right. So she's talking about how it cleans up everything. It cleans up grease. It cleans up this. It cleans up that. At one point, she takes like her um her rag and like wipes it on my wall which by the way was completely spotless because we had moved in with the white walls right? and nothing had ever touched it before I will tell you what the spot is still there where she touched my wall <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm like you know getting ready to dismiss and Jim was asking some questions and he said, well, and, and this is back when we first moved here, and Jim had had his car. He has a, a, a Beetle, mm -hmm. and he had had his car um, a couple of years, and, oh, he he loves the Beetle. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had just started to kind of look into things like, how do you keep it looking new, and uh, how do I clean up the brake dust, which I never even knew brake dust existed until <laughs> that came up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy thing, I think, that you guys notice that we don't. <laughs> but um, he goes, well, how is it on brake dust? Does it clean up brake dust? And she goes, oh, you bet it does. Oh. And he's like, oh, well, come and show me. And so we go into the garage, and I'm like, I know we're not going to buy this. <laughs> and this lady is, like, wiping down one of the tires. Oh, my God. And I don't know if he really did this or not. He told me this afterwards, but he might have been joking. <laughs> he wiped the whole thing off, right? <laughs> he goes, that's really good. Try the other one. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to tell that story at some point because she was just too awesome for words. And the the, the best part of her pitch was um, it wasn't that the product was great. It was, look at all the checks that all your neighbors have written me. Look at this. Oh, she went over there. Jesus. She went over there. She went over there. <laughs> I'm like, okay then. <laughs> I know you don't live around stupid people. Exactly. You wouldn't move into a neighborhood full of stupid people. For about a year after that, um, be between Jim and I and between the people that I worked with who I told this story to, like, I told the story over the period of probably about an hour and a half. We probably had to take a lunch break for <laughs> me to tell the entire story. I can't remember everything that she said now, but, um, you know, it was like a... a, a, a a play in three acts when I <laughs> told this story at the place that I worked at the time. <laughs> I 
<laughs> and for like an entire year after that, we greet each other. Hello, king. Hello, queen. How y'all doing? <laughs> Got your fancy new townhome and your townhome living. Uh-huh. <laughs> that so is hilarious and horribly racist. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. That was racist. That's not racist. I didn't tell you what race she was. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're assuming things. Probably. Uh, that makes an ass of me. <laughs> Your story before that one reminded me of something that I need to tell. Okay. And it's not so much that I feel bad about it, because I should, mm-hmm. but uh, I just want to brag about it. Okay. And this goes back to eighth grade, and this is the story about how I pulled off the biggest heist that I've ever seen. Nice. Yeah, but it's not really a heist because I didn't steal anything. But, um, eighth grade... It's false advertising. I know. I don't know what to call it, though. A swindle? Mm-hmm. I think a swindle would work. Um, Shenanigan? No, because it wasn't hilarious. It was serious business. Um, okay. So anyway, eighth grade... English English or mm-hmm. like social studies one of the more boring of the classes uh, had a fantastic teacher just absolutely loved her the problem with her was she made us write a paper and I wanted nothing to do with writing this paper and uh, you know me I'm a, a huge procrastinator I will put things off to the last mm-hmm. minute and then uh, I will, I'll use that as motivation to do th- do stuff unless I just want to bail because it can't be done in one day. So right. that's what happens with this report. And the night before uh, it's due, I'm trying to write it and it's just not happening. So I get mm-hmm. this brilliant idea. I don't hand it in. Right, because she collects mm-hmm. all these papers, and she's like, "I'll read, I'll read these over Christmas break, and then uh, when you get back uh, after break, I'll give you your grades. And if you got a bad grade, you know you, you can you can uh, make some changes and resubmit it." So I've got this plan all worked out in my head, and through the entire Christmas break, I'm. I'm like having this inner dialogue with myself. Is it going to work? Is it is it going to fail miserably? What happens if it doesn't work? I need a backup plan, blah, blah, blah. So I get back to class after break, and she hands out the papers. And okay. she still has not realized that I haven't handed a paper in. Uh-huh. If she has realized it, she's not letting on. So the the key to this whole thing is what I did next. I made the first move. Mm -hmm. I waited till she was done. I went up to her desk and I said, Mrs. So-and-so, I never got my paper back. (sighs) Right? And she... didn't. I did. I totally did. And she's like, oh. Oh, well, well, let me see. And she goes through her... Uh, her grade book, you know the the teacher's grade books that they had. It was like a real long piece of like graph paper or whatever. Uh, right. She's going through her her thing and she looks up at me. And she says, "Well, uh, 
I can't find it, but it says here that I gave you a B on it. And I went back down, uh, and went back and sat down at my desk, and I was stunned that it actually worked to the point where I was convinced that I may have had magic powers. <laughs> and after that, I vowed to never play with the dark side again. <laughs> I swear to God, that is a true story. Oh my gosh! So was it like um, was it like in Star Wars or something? No, it was more like. Um, have you seen? I handed in my paper. You handed in your paper. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was more like The Sting than Star Wars. Oh, okay. More like Paper Moon. Yeah, except without all the cool music or the cool I gave you a 20. Cool it place. says Happy Birthday Alice on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not obscure. <laughs> what? You don't think our listeners have seen Paper Moon? No, I'm, I'm just saying that's an obscure movie to quote. Okay. I'll give you extra Duly credit noted. for it. That was a good job. So I wasn't expecting it. I never got my paper back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I promise this time. Okay. So okay. let uh, let us call it quits for tonight. Uh, we've got a good, solid 45-minute episode. Um, we don't want to keep the girls from grits to glitz too busy with long episodes. <laughs> I, I did I listened to I think it was episode 158 today and it was hilarious uh, I was yes. I was laughing at my iPod at work I'm sure I look like a huge idiot uh, but it was funny I enjoyed it uh, so want to say <laughs> hi to those girls again and I, you know I'm I'm not even going to acknowledge the minion incident because I want to keep it civil. I don't want it. Why? I don't want to devolve it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want this to devolve into some like East Coast West Coast uh, podcaster thing, where <laughs> people get gunned down going into like Hobby Lobby or some shit. <laughs> Hobby Lobby. <laughs> so we'll we'll just keep it friendly, and uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> let's give them a shout out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you're, what's up? You're just sad because you're the evil minion. Well, I'm sad because I'm portrayed to be the evil minion, which I'm clearly not. Because what? Because I am being portrayed as the evil minion. Mm. When in reality, I'm the evil well, ringmaster. Got to be. No, we can have a minionless show. We're mm. equals. I I don't know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that because you have a minion. I, I, you're breaking up on me. I said you're just saying that because you have a minion. I have a minion army. <laughs> you do, actually. I see your Twitters. <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> but they at least acknowledge like you're talking, right? That's the first step. That's true. 
So, okay, cool. So we're all set. That's yeah, we're all it, set. All and I, uh, I think we'll do, uh, we'll try to do some more Schadenfreude stuff uh, next next week. Yeah, a couple of those I have on there were specific to that, yeah. so that would be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All well, right. good talk. Good talk. Nice one. And one. break. And scene. <laughs> Good night. Night. Make like a douche and get the fuck out of here.